0: This episode is brought to you by Only The Real Entertainment and Media Den Productions. To Lovingston, to Jordan. Oh, a spectacular move by Michael Jordan. Yeah, he's oh, poking okay. oh. Iguodala. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala. Up to the layup. Oh, blocked by James. They do have a timeout. Decide not to use it. Curry, way down to What's going on, y'all? Back at it again. NBA Finals. Boy, <laughs> these next two weeks is going to be very telling. Um, game one, Denver goes and uh they hold home court. Um AG looks solid. 12 first quarter points. MPJ looks like he cannot miss any shot, no matter if you contest it or not. Jokic and AD or Jokic. I said Jokic and AD. Jokic and Murray or Jokic and Murray. They go crazy. We lose in a definitely uh, exemplatory faction. Um, I did take a couple things there, and, I'm, and I felt good about it. Uh, Max Struess uh, was pathetic. Didn't expect him to shoot that bad. Um, and we got a lot of open-quality shots, but they weren't falling. Um, and again, like I stated in a prior pod... If you let... If you let Jokic hang around 25 to 35 and he gets double-digit assists, we have no shot at winning. Uh, So, um... Game two comes around and... I don't know. It's just like they hear the pod or they know ball or I know ball or something. Um, They play an interesting type of defense as far as adjustments. They front everything on Jokic. Um... And they go into this two-two press, and then they fall back to their two-three, and they're blitzing Murray. And I'm like, "Wow, okay." Then they go out on a forty-to-fourteen run. And I'm like, "Okay, I think I think they got us." Then they get it down to six at the half. I'm like, "Wow, okay, maybe we could fight back." The end of the quarter, the third. The Nuggets go up eight. I said, okay, it's going to be tough. I don't know how we're going to pull this out, but, hey, let me let me stay tapped in. In comes the undrafted man out of Michigan, Duncan Robinson. You know, there's a lot of interesting things about this Miami Heat team. One of the most interesting things that I've seen is Duncan Robinson going off the dribble. It's it's. It feels like Shaq taking a step back three. This man could not dribble not one bit. If you go back and watch the 2020 Duncan Robinson and this Duncan Robinson, you would say, hey, who is that? Who? Nah, he wearing the same jersey. He looked like him, but that ain't him. I saw this man go off the dribble, get to the rim, and finish with his offhand, his left hand through contact. I said, oh, we got some here. <laughs> hey, if Duncan Robinson is going to do that, hey, we got some here. Uh, and then you got Gabe Vincent pitching in. You have Caleb Martin. We had a big three. Jimmy, he's not himself, but he's still a respectable Jimmy, and he still will hit clutch shots. And Bam, as of right now, on the Miami Heat side, is, is definitely my finals MVP. He's hooping. He's playing out of his mind. Gabe Vincent a close second. Um, and it's a team effort. Uh, that I'm watching. I'm looking forward to seeing the adjustments being made on both sides. Uh, game is tomorrow. Um, I always say in every series that you know I've been part in. Uh, series never starts until game three, no matter what goes on. You know whether it's 2-0 or one one, it never starts until game three. That's when you have enough game film to know what's going on. Countermeasures are inputted, and you would have then played on both home courts. Uh, so we'll see what, what game three uh, holds for us. Um, again, it's gonna be a short part. I know I was writing last part, I want to talk your ear off this time. Um, since we're in the middle of the finals here, so aren't you tired of the same content, the same subjects, the same phrases, the same delivery? It's weird at this point. MediaDen wants to change that. You deserve a platform that will give you variety and a high-quality audio experience. And you can't forget a timely show. MediaDen provides short-form podcasts that trim the fat without destroying the details. Now, you don't have to feel committed to what everyone else is talking about. Just niche shows that won't just interest you, but save time. Stay up to date with all of our shows by subscribing anywhere you get your podcasts. MediaDen Network. It's all in the content. I'm going to get right into it. We're going to go real talk. All right. So here's what I've noticed. Um, And here's what I want to speak about. Um, I'm looking at a Mike Malone, especially last series. Um, I thought it was bulletin board material at first as it pertains to um, him speaking about the media, not speaking about Denver. Um, because of the quote-unquote less sexy team. Jokic doesn't have quote-unquote aura. He's almost like Tim Duncan from the standpoint of he's super efficient and he's potentially the best player. Well, Jokic is the best player, and I can make the case from 01 to 03 that Tim Duncan was the best player in the world, but nobody gave him his just due because he had – his game was like watching paint dry. He did everything great fundamentally – um, I think he's the greatest power forward, but not only that, I think he, outside of Akeem Olajuwon, is the greatest big as far as defense. And a lot of people didn't like watching great defense in a post game and a bank shot and a MIDI, you know. Um, he's starting to have that effect. And I'm looking at Mike Malone, and it feels like he's—I I want to say this very respectfully because I respect the hell out of Mike Malone and what he's done with this franchise— It seemed like he was begging for attention. And I was wondering why. At first, I chalked it up to bulletin board material. You want to amp your guys up. But it seemed to continue. And I wonder what that was. And what I want to commend Michael Malone for is doing something very, um, very smart from the standpoint of this. I'm looking at the narratives. I don't know if it's because I'm getting older. I don't know if it's because I'm used to another type of reporting where you had to look at the ticker at the bottom of ESPN to get your reports instead of having everything to you, direct, Twitter, Instagram, all of that information in, in, in literally the palm of your hand. And I'm looking at it, attention with anything. You know, I'm an artist as well. I produce as well. Attention is what pays you. If people want to pay you attention, they will end up paying you. That's what I've always been taught. Um, We're looking at the Denver Nuggets, a small market team, never been to the finals. Um, But they have a two-time MVP. You know what I mean? Um, And it's like the attention wasn't enough. But like I said... If you could get people to pay attention, they will pay you. I'm looking at the new CBA and how it's currently constructed. You could give your star player close to a quarter billion dollars to stay with your team. Now, what this does for small market teams, it gives them an edge. You could get a Giannis, who plays in a small market Milwaukee, to want to stay. You could get a Jokic, who plays in a small market Denver, to want to stay. You know those two names in particular. Um, they're two of the best players in the league right now in a small market. Your guy has to want to stay. Your guy has to, of course. Who, who doesn't want to? Who wants to say no to some money? So what Mike Malone is doing is, is, while you think it's begging for attention, he's now switching the narrative, making people actually have to pay attention. This is real basketball being played between the Miami Heat and real adjustments being played. These are these are the two best teams. Um, and Mike Malone, it's not bulletin board material. He's setting up the next generation for the next CBA to let those small market teams be competitive because it's great for the league. Those small market teams has to give incentives to want to stay. So your culture has to be on point Um, The guys have to be super tight-knit. Your coach has to have a good head on his shoulders. um, And you have to be patient with that coach and believe in that coach. Spo has been there for 15 years, if my memory serves me correct. Um, Michael Malone has been there since 2015. This is a long tenure. And if I'm not mistaken, probably the two most tenured as far as the playoff team goes. And that's with reason. With having a longer coach builds more trust with having a coach that's been there for a while and lets you know what you're going to be expecting when you're getting a new coach year in year out it could definitely affect it now what i want to get back to is the fact that he's doing this for future reference i harped on zion williamson when he didn't want to play when he looked seemingly healthy i harped on a ben simmons Because it looked like he just doesn't want to play ball and that he looks like he just want to collect check. And if you want to do that, that's fine, but you're not going to be hurting you. You're hurting the future generation and you're affecting the ability for those guys to have guaranteed contracts with certain things into place in the next CBA. Because, yes, they do take note with every little thing that players do, especially marquee ones, to take into effect for the next CBA. So, Michael Malone, while you guys may think it's whining, he's setting up the next generation to want that attention. I'm looking at the WNBA, which is super... which well, is not super off-brand. Anything ball we cover here at Robes. I'm looking at the WNBA, and I'm looking at the good future that they have in their hands of the Kaitlin C- Clark, whose box office... I want to watch Caitlin Clark. She's a hooper. She's pulling up from 30. And you're looking at an Angel Reese, Who's talking that talk. It almost reminds me of this generation's Malcolm. I said Malcolm. Magic and and, and Bird. um, When they went at it in college. And there were two different races. And both were Hoopers. And that did wonders for the NBA. Again, attention. Is what pays you. You're looking at what they're getting in their NIL deals. And I'm looking at the future of the WNBA with those two for certain being in there. And I'm looking at the box office attraction. And I'm looking at the revenue, revenue that will be in um, just from people wanting to watch that type of rivalry um, with two girls that can hope out of their mind. Again, if people pay you attention, you will get paid. That'll be it for me. I ain't gonna talk your ear off today. Stay tuned, watch the NBA Finals. Hopefully in the Heat and Six. I could be delusional. I could be right. We'll see.